What's up, podcast listeners? Tim here from Fresh Prince of South Walton. And in this episode of Fresh Prince Babbles, we are going to discuss what exactly screen printing actually is. So let's get to it. Let's make this thing happen. Once again, Tim here from Fresh Prince of South Walton. I am the host of this amazing show that you have landed on called Fresh Prince Babbles, where I babble. Uh, (laughs) It happens. I do get off on some tangents sometimes, and I tend to just kind of let things happen as they will. Um, I do have outlines for the shows, but sometimes they just go crazy. So today on this episode entitled screen printing is dot dot dots we're going to talk about what screen printing is so let's just jump right in and see what we can come up with um i'm going to start with this screen printing is not an exact science it might look that way because there are some very um scientific terms actually that get used in the process emulsion and things like that but it's not uh an exact science um you know as a screen printer i've learned through the years that um, i do things a little bit differently than some other screen printers but we both get uh, either the same or a very similar result at the end it's just the process beforehand that is a little bit different and so There's essentially no one-size-fits-all method to screen printing. Um, Every project that comes through the door really has its own set of rules that you have to kind of figure out um, on the fly instead of just, you know, knowing and and everyone is the same. That that, that doesn't really happen in the uh, the screen printing world. Um, Sometimes even uh, the rules can actually change in the middle of the project. I've actually had that happen where, you know, I'll be printing a project and something will, uh, something will, will look different or, or, or will change. And I'll have to make a screen a little bit different than the way it should have. You know, there's just things that happen, uh, periodically that just make you have to kind of change your mind. Essentially. Um, there's no way to really know, uh, what you're going to be getting into before you get started with the project. So, you know, there's been plenty of times where I've actually had to start a project completely over from scratch uh, because one little thing was wrong and it basically makes the whole project wrong. And so you have to go back to the drawing board, get back on the computer, start completely over, you know, blah, 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 blah. Um, you know, some of the things that you have to think about before you start a project uh, or before you, I shouldn't even say before you start a project, kind of in the middle of the project is, you know, uh, things like how should I prepare my screens? Um, some, some, some screen printers like to what we call three coat a screen with emulsion. And so you would put one coat of emulsion on one side flip it, put one coat of emulsion on the other side, flip it back to the first side and put a third coat, right? So you get three coats of emulsion. Some screen printers only do two, one on each side. Um, Some screen printers, um, I've done this quite a bit, 
only do one. You just put one coat on. Um, it's good enough for projects if you are doing something quick and then you're just going to break that screen back down and reuse it for something else. Um, you don't have to do, um, you know, more than one coat for that kind of thing. But uh, some projects, like uh, maybe there's something that needs a really thick coat of white ink. So you might do three coats of emulsion because that's going to give you a thicker layer of emulsion, a thicker emulsion layer there on your screen so you can get more ink in those holes, uh, the mesh holes, that then puts a thicker coat of, emul or, uh, of ink on the shirt. So there are things like that that you want to take into consideration um, before you even emulsion your screens. So, um, and if you don't know what emulsioning screens is, there are videos out there um, that can tell you what that is, and I have those on uh, on my website, on my Facebook page, and all that sort of stuff. Um, you know, mesh count is a huge factor in which screens you want to actually use for a project. So, if you're doing a project that has um, is going to do white ink, it's just a one color white ink then you want to use a really low mesh count because that's going to give you bigger holes in the mesh, which allows you to do, you know, one coat of that white and get a good coverage. Whereas if you did, um, a, used a screen that had, um, more holes, but finer holes, uh, finer mesh, what happens is not as much ink gets through when you do a pass. Uh, so you end up having to do two coats instead of just one. It costs time. It costs you money. Um, it sometimes can cost the client more money if you if you charge that way. It just depends on uh, those types of things. So, um, but there are cases where you might be doing. Uh, this weekend I did a, a job that was a four color process, which means it uses cyan, magenta, yellow, and black ink, just like a, a desktop printer uses. Um, when you do projects like that, you want to use a higher mesh, a finer mesh count ink because those inks go in very specific places and you want them to only go where they're supposed to go. You don't want your holes to be too big so you don't get any bleed and things like that. Plus you're using kind of a thinner ink and you know, there, there are reasons to um, keep all those things in mind while you're um, getting ready to start these projects. Um, another thing to think about uh, that we had to think about a lot is should I use a reducer with my ink or just use it as it is out of the box? Um, you know, some companies that make ink, that manufacture ink, make their ink with a little bit of reducer in it already. So it's a little bit smoother. It's a little bit uh, easier to work with. So you might not want to reduce that ink if that's what you're using. But if you're doing a, a, uh, using an ink that doesn't have that in it, um, you might want to reduce it a little bit so that you get a smoother flow and you, you know, things just kind of happen better for you. Um, you know, squeegees aren't all the same. The squeegees that we actually use to move the ink on the screen and push it through the mesh. If you've ever seen a screen printing video, you know, the, the thing in the person's hand is called a squeegee. Um, those aren't all the same. So, you know, which kind of squeegee do I need to use for this project? That's a you know a thing that we have to take into consideration. There are tons of things that have to be taken into consideration, and it's not always the same. You know, I might get one job uh, that's just going to be white ink on a on a black shirt, and um, it does it works one way. 
and then the job right behind it might be white ink on another black shirt and it might do something completely different the shirt could actually even change the way that you have to approach this job so everything's a variable and everything has to be taken into consideration so um, it's really really crazy uh, how, how much you have to really think about and put into take into consideration when you're getting these jobs ready to go to press and um, you know those are all questions that we have to ask on every project it's not just um, you know a cookie cutter way of doing things it's like I said it's not an exact science <coughs> excuse me I'm not gonna cut that out I'm leaving it we're doing it live okay um, screen printing in my opinion and in the opinions of a lot of people in the industry screen printing is the best for vibrant designs right um, the color looks best when screen printed versus some of the other print styles that exist out there right now direct to garment and um, like the iron-on patching like the iron-on um, what do they call it heat transfers things like that um, vinyl I would say could be as vibrant but it doesn't last near as long and it, um, it's not really made for um, detailed uh, designs either um, so overall screen printing is going to be your brightest most vibrant design um, of any of the ink printing processes see how in my article that I'm reading from uh, that I wrote um, I left out that bit about vinyl I said ink printing processes instead of um, including vinyl and that, ex that that excludes though um, dye printing processes like sublimation um, sublimation gives you on white shirts anyway gives you a much brighter uh, longer lasting look um, if you change the color of that shirt though with sublimation you're probably not going to get the desired effect um, but such is life um, you know direct to garment printing is great at what it's made for um, but the end result of screen printing is typically a brighter more full more vibrant design um, screen printing is designed to be done in bulk this is one of the things that really has to be considered when we are talking we're dealing with customers and clients um, how many shirts do you need because if you only need five shirts screen printing probably isn't the place for you um, you probably want to go DTG or vinyl or sublimation um, those three um, those three methods are much better for lower quantity um, runs really if you if you only need 10 shirts a lot of screen printers won't a lot of screen printers have a minimum order of you know close to 50 um, personally I don't do that um, but you know I probably should honestly <coughs> I'll get it figured out one day if I'm gonna actually do that or not. so yes yeah, screen printing is typically reserved for bulk orders some shops will print small orders but the cost to do so um, can really be higher than what you would pay to have that same job printed 
at a shop that does sublimation, direct to garment or vinyl. Um, and basically that the reason for that is just setup time and resources that have to go into um, that project. You know, the resources for me in the screen printing shop to print 10 shirts or 10,000 shirts are essentially the same apart from the amount of ink actually used. The screens are the same, the amount of emulsion used is the same, the time taken to make those screens is the same, number of films is the same, uh, design time is the same, time to clean up is the same, uh, time to reclaim screens and get them ready for the next project is all the same. The only thing that really changes is the actual amount of ink being used and that's probably the least expensive part of this job to be honest. Um, but with a process like sublimation, let's say, um, the number of, the amount of resources is based on per shirt. So the amount of paper that you use to print five shirts is the amount of paper that you use to print five shirts. And the amount of paper that you use to print 10 shirts is twice as much paper as you use to print five shirts. So the resources used in a sublimation or in a vinyl or in a direct to garment scenario are based on the sh on a single garment not on how much uh you know other things there's no other stuff essentially in those processes there's just the exactly what goes on the shirt and that's it uh there's no setup so um but all that being said um screen printing has the ability to offer greater quantity discounts than those other options. So if you need five shirts, you might go to your sublimation shop and get them printed or to a DTG printer and get them printed. But if you need 500 shirts and you try to go to the same place, they have to charge you essentially the same amount per shirt for 500 as they did for five. They might can come down a little bit, but because their resources are the same per shirt, they don't really have room to wiggle. Um, however, with screen printing, we do, because like I said earlier, the amount of resources that it takes to print one shirt or the amount of resources that it takes to print 100 shirts are essentially the same. So if you want 100 shirts, I can give you a pretty good discount or not discount but a pretty good price to print the hundred shirts versus printing the one shirt because the setup time and the breakdown time and all of that stuff is the same no matter what time on press costs more obviously to go a hundred shirts than one but you print pretty fast with screen printing so it works out in the end <coughs> so that being said screen printing is also probably the fastest um, type of printing as well. So pieces per hour uh, to be printed is higher with screen printing than it is for the other those other options. And that's another reason that we can go less expensive with quantity. The um, um, those other processes, vinyl and things like that, you have to cut the vinyl out, weed the vinyl, place the vinyl on the shirt, heat press it individually. For each shirt, you have to do all of those things. 
for screen printing, once my screens are on the press, they're there. It doesn't matter if I'm printing 10 shirts or 10,000 shirts, the screens are up, the ink's on the screen, all we have to do is stand there and move squeegees at that point. And unless something moves or something changes, we can print all those shirts and it's done. Um, whereas with those other processes, it's an individualized uh, setup essentially. So that is the reason that screen printing can be less expensive on larger orders than those other processes. Um, screen printing for the most part. Now, bigger shops have what's called automatic presses. Most screen printing shops though, um, start out in garages and things like that, in sheds, uh, those types of places, and they're you, they're all done manually. Everything is manually done. Um, in a shop like ours, everything is literally done by hand. Um, I design the artwork at my computer, I print the films, I have to prep the screens, I set up a press, um, I print all the shirts, and then I fold all the shirts and put them in the box. And, you know, all of those things are all done by hand. And then the post-press stuff, uh, reclaiming screens and order, all of that sort of stuff are all done by hand as well. That's actually what I'm doing today is reclaiming some screens. Larger shops get to use automation, but there is still a human hand um, that has to touch every single shirt that goes onto that press. Someone has to put the shirt on the press. They haven't invented a robot for that yet. So somebody puts the shirt on the press, the machine prints it, <coughs> and then someone takes it off. Um, you know, that type of automation though is really only used in some of the, the biggest uh, shops that ex exist out there in the world. Most, most screen printing shops are mom and pop places that do everything by hand. Now they have, we have come a long way in the last few years to do some like, not full on automation, but some ways to help the mom and pop shop um, with some, some steps in the process to make them a little more efficient. And that's a good thing. I'm hoping that that kind of stuff can continues to grow. Um, but, you know, we'll see how that goes there's always going to be i can't imagine a scenario where uh there's no human hand involved in screen printing though there will always be in my opinion there will always be a person that has to put the shirt on and take the shirt off i don't think there will ever be um, a robot that does that um and you know as nice as automation is i'm going to kind of end with this um as nice as automation is and you know in a scenario where I might can print a hundred shirts an hour, um, you know, an automatic press, even a small automatic press might be able to print five or 600 shirts an hour. And that's good for uh, everyone really. Um, but there's something about being hands-on um, to me that makes screen printing feel more like an art than a science. Uh, or more like an art than a, a job, you know, it feels more, um, it just feels better to do a lot of these things with your own hands instead of having a machine that does it or, you know, uh, 
just having a, a, a place that cleans your screens for you or uh, coats your screens for you or you know any of that kind of stuff. So as long as, as far as I'm concerned, um, there's something really nice about being hands-on and having that manual press and all of that stuff. Even if I ever get an automatic, which I'm actually really hoping to this year, um, I'm going to keep my manual press because it's still going to be something that I want to do from time to time. I'm going to want to just move squeegees, you know, and um, there's going to be some jobs that allow me to do that. You know, it might be a smaller, you know, 15 or 20 shirt job where I don't need to set up the automatic for that. I can just print those shirts. It might take me 20 or 30 minutes or whatever. Probably won't take that long, but you know, you get the idea. So that's essentially um, what screen printing is. Again, screen printing is um, not an exact science. There are uh, lots of things that have to be taken into consideration for every different project. It is the best project for some more of the vibrant designs that are out there. If you want the best looking design, uh, the best looking end product, I really think that screen printing is the way to go. It's better for bulk orders. And for the most part, it's all done by hand, which is a really cool thing in my opinion. So that I think is episode four of Fresh Prince Babbles. I'm Tim, um, owner of Fresh Prince of South Walton and the babbler of Fresh Prince Babbles. And I'm going to stop recording this episode now or I'm just gonna keep babbling. So I hope you have a great day and God bless. Thanks for listening. Mm -hmm.